encourage you to figure out what resonates with you and what doesn't. Take what you need and leave the rest. Hey, everybody. Here we are. Episode five. Can you believe it? Isn't it amazing? Right. Um, I'm so excited today. This is one of our first days with, actually, it is our first day with a special <laughs> guest. We've got Lisa Hagenbuck from Future Echo Astrology with us. So we're going to talk all things astrology today. I'm very excited. Mm -hmm. So I am Angie, and I'm going to go ahead and say it this week. Z-X-U-H. That's all I'm saying, because that's how you say it. Um, <laughs> energy master, Akashic reader, card reader, like all things energy. That's what I'm all about. So my co-host, John, the tarot geek. Hello, I'm John, the tarot geek. All right. Um, tarot reader, uh, soon to be author, published. So excited yeah, for no, you. We'll get, we'll get to the uh, the shameless plug in a minute. But yes, all things woo-woo. And just uh, okay, shameless plug in 30 minutes, but yes. no, I'm just, I digress. Anyway, we already have a couple of watchers, too. All right. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but you're cut Good enough. Okay, I'm so done. I'm going to tell everybody <laughs> immediately right now, I go out with my friend every morning and we go to a place where she either I bring coffee or she brings coffee. Well, today, instead of decaf, she gave me regular. So uh -oh. I'm just saying. <laughs> so if you notice anything, that's what it's all about. <laughs> and we have to say, slow down, Angie. And And, and please down. feel free to say that, right? Like, um, anyway, so today I'm excited. Astrology. For me, astrology is a bit of an enigma, right? I mean, what do I know? I know that I'm a Libra. And I know that if the moon is in the seventh house and Jupiter <laughs> aligns with Mars, then peace will guide the planet. That's about, oh, Geminis are bipolar or, you know, kind of dual personalities. And um, Virgos are kind of overbearing. But that's only from experience. I don't know if that's for real or not. Um, oh, hi, Joanne. Nice to see you. Or not see you, but you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so that's kind of it in a nutshell for me, Lisa. You know what you're dealing with. We've done reading, you know, work together before. Yeah. Um, so I'm very excited to hear what we have to say. And John, I know you have a few ideas or thoughts. Yeah. So um, when I was learning tarot, a number of the tarot teachers and, and, and books that I were reading were would, would make note of astrological connections and hooks um, with certain tarot cards. And so because I was kind of putting it off and putting it off and saying, all right, that's not my thing. I finally said, okay, I guess I really have to learn this stuff. Uh, so um, what I always do is I, I get a book and I found out, hey, there's a really cool program out there. I bought a program called Time Passages. It's, a, it's an astrology program. And I opened it up and like ran my chart and I got this big chart with lines on it. And I'm like, what the heck is this stuff? So um, I, I end up get, ended getting a book that I really like. I got Teresa Reed's Astrology for Real Life. And so I'm kind of, I'm making my way through that book. And so that, that, that at least makes it make a little bit of sense. Here's the one thing that I learned when I was um, kind of on my journey. I learned about the Saturn return. Mm -hmm. And I, so uh, I'm sure Lisa will speak more about this, but it's, it's a time in your life when you're, the Saturn comes to the same point when it was when you were born. And it's like a big life-changing event. And I looked back and it was like three or four years prior to that. I'm like, holy cow, there was a huge shift in my life right at that time. And I was like, well, this stuff's pretty cool. So <laughs> <That's> with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So don't yeah. mind me. 
Oh, hi, Ma. Dan is here with me today, too. Oh, that's my oh. son. Oh, wow. Oh, nice. Anyway, meanwhile, I already spilled my soda water. So that's if I look <laughs> a little goofy, that's what's going on over here. Okay. So, oh, yep. There's a little more water on the keyboard. All right. Uh -oh. If Angie you know, disappears, it's probably because. The <laughs> yeah, right. Because something got wet. Anyway. All right. So listen, everyone, we are very, very honored and excited to have Lisa Hagenbuck join us today. She is with future. She is future echo astrology. I am future echo. Um, she is the one that drew my chart. And I got to tell you, it looks a little bit like it was drawn by a haunted spirograph. <laughs> I mean, she, you know, she, she can attest uh -huh. to that. She uh -huh. actually said, hmm, I wonder if like this might be your last go around or if uh, <laughs> you're at least going to get a break in the next life. And I was mm. like, well, you know, who knows? No, I'm um, really curious. Yeah. Like. Well, someday I'll <laughs> show it to you. Yeah. I mean, it is a thing to behold. I don't really know what it means, but that's okay. Because, you know, that's why we're working with Lisa. So without further ado, Lisa, it is so happy. It is so amazing to have you join. Look at the caffeine. I got, I can't be doing this again. <laughs> <laughs> I am so happy that you are joining us. Me why too. don't you tell us a little bit about astrology, just kind of why you think everybody should have their birth chart done or, yeah. you know, just a little bit of information before we go into the questions and sure. we'll yeah. see where it goes from there. Sounds fantastic. So thank you so much, Angie and John. I'm so excited to be here with you today and to talk about my favorite subject. It's like when I found, when I first sat down in front of an astrologer, it was like, that's what I want to do. It was the first oh, time cool. I knew what I wanted to do. So she was the most amazing one. Um, so I feel like everyone should have their chart done because it's the closest thing you're ever going to get to having your own owner's manual. Because hmm. everyone and everything in your life is contained in the chart. Hmm. And so it's just, to me, it's the most um, insightful tool that you can get for just knowing yourself on deep levels, knowing the others in your life. And the more you do astrology, the more you realize that you have so much more compassion for people because you understand that everybody's just dealing with their own, their own energy pattern. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and I feel like as a mother of two, that um, what we really should be giving moms when they leave the hospital is a copy of their birth chart and, the <laughs> and the business card for the nearest astrologer, because <laughs> It's an invaluable tool to help you That's understand who you're That is really be insightful. Yeah, it's like it was priceless for me. My journey, you know, as I'm a Capricorn, you know, what, what I would have tried to do with control if I didn't realize that they had their own signatures and their own, you know, journey to unfold. And I'm there to guide and support them. But I, I've got control over so much. So that probably was the biggest lesson for me, <laughs> but I just, I just love it. And I, you know, you say that here's what you know about it. The thing about it is the more you dive into astrology, the more you realize that rabbit hole never ends and we're all learning, Isn't that you know, true? I'll learn yep. astrology for the rest of my life, but it's just so much fun. That's awesome. So I'm just going to take this moment to indulge myself. And I really want to know the answer to this question. Sure. What does it mean? Is there really an age of Aquarius? Are we on the oh, verge of it? Or is, yeah. I mean, is is it a real thing? You don't yeah. have to go into deep detail, but like, is 
for me, that's always been, even since I was little, you know, like that, that song's been around like my whole life. I remember <laughs> yeah. it for my whole life. Like, yes. Uh, yes. Or, or most of my, I actually remember when it came out to tell you the truth, but still most of my whole life, I always found that to be a hopeful thing, right? Like it was, yeah. there was a lot of hope in those words for me. Mm-hmm. So, yes. I mean, is there reason to hope? Do those yes. words mean something? Yeah, you know, I really feel like they do. And at the time, you know, there's this whole, because it's it's essentially like a 2,500 year cycle that we're under where the hmm. earth is kind of pointing in a, I don't know, I'm going to astronomically not probably say this the right way, but it, the, it's essentially, it's like the rising sign is now Aquarius. So what we're kind of facing, we're bringing in this energy. So at the time the sun came out, we were just you know the energy was approaching but it wasn't exact and it's it's hard to know exactly when but um we are moving from pisces into i think probably fully into the age of aquarius now Hmm. and so you know we are going to be i think and what i find when i talk to people it used to be love and that's a lot about pisces right you want that fantasy of like merging with someone and partnership and and now, so people would always say, you know, when am I going to find love? Where's my love partnership? Um, and now people ask me uh, more often than any other question I get is life purpose. Wow. And Isn't that interesting? Yeah, yeah. It's really shifted. And I feel like what people are doing is they're kind of taking different modalities sometimes or different things and merging them together and coming up with something unique, which is all about what, what Aquarius is about. It's mm-hmm. kind of marching to the beat of your own drummer, finding, you know, your niche in the world. And so, and we're also going to see, I think, explosion of technology and AI and all of that. And so there's challenges that come with managing all of that. Um, wow. And we're just on the cusp of it, but it is a thing. I think it's exciting. My Mars and Venus are in Aquarius and, I, I love it. So well, we're going to come a lot from our head. And so we need to more than realize that we need to, the polarity of that is to drop into our heart as we expand in the world technologically, I think. That's cool. Ah, that's that, really that, good. because Can you know, I say that, that resonates with me? <laughs> oh, go, good. Right? Perfect. That really does. Yeah. I mean, because okay. if you really think about it, you know, the more technology takes over, look at just just the the introduction of social media the more exactly. it's pulling us away from our hearts exactly. so a conscious effort to stay right. heart centered is what's really important right. now that i'm really mm-hmm. glad i asked that question because i think it's yeah important for yeah that's to hear all, that. i've always yeah. wondered the same thing so i'm glad you asked that it wasn't on and my list but <laughs> it totally you know, resonates with me so <laughs> and i can i also add in astrology sure. there are these polarities right so the opposite of aquarius is leo and that's about the heart so when you think about when people think about the significant energies in their chart also thinking about stepping into the polarity of it is how you balance it and it flows better in your life wow so and and that's present i mean the truth is the human world is a world of polarity right like you know you hear so many people out there oh well we're we're trying to transcend polarity Right. Sorry, mm-hmm. there is no front without back. Right. right. There is no up without down. Right. There's you no in without out, right? Oh my God, no, there's definitely. Oh, no, no, and not no, only no. that, but you should oh, not no. be going in through the outs. Like, oh, 
Yeah. Anyway, um, so the idea that, you know, that there's polarity present in all of the constructs that influence us as humans, I think mm. is really quite amazing. Yeah. So, and, yeah. and real quick before I forget, you know, because we do have listeners, if you have an astrological question, please feel free to post it in the comments and I'll be happy to pass that on to Lisa. Um, you know, if, if it's a question about your sign or whatever it might be, I know that Lisa is very, very experienced and has a lot of knowledge. And if for some reason she couldn't answer it off the top of her head, I know how to find you and, uh, you know. Did we lose Angie? I think we lost Angie. I think we did. She'll circle back though, I'm sure. Yep, she'll she'll, she'll be back. She yeah. she always does. Well, do you want to do you want to dive into the questions, Lisa? Sure. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm going to read the first one here. Uh, okay. We have a list of questions. I don't know if yeah. uh, Angie Pass was on. So here's yeah. the first one. Are there aspects in a person's chart that might identify whether they lean towards the negative or positive in their lives? Yeah. So and Angie and I. I know she'll circle back. We had an interesting conversation about this because so this is the way I look at it is each of the planetary and astrological energies, they all have characteristics associated with them. Uh -huh. And so that's part of the beauty of it to me is that what I love about it so much is that we don't really always know need to know the story. We can just dive right into the characteristics and we get into the meat of it, right? Mm -hmm. So some of those characteristics, you know, they're on a, they're all operating on a spectrum and some of them are going to per be perceived as more negative and some are going to be more perceived as positive. So okay. um, I'll give you an example. Sure. So Saturn and Capricorn, um, you know, Saturn is thought to be the Lord of Karma. It's the taskmaster. Hi, Angie. Oh, okay. Let's keep going. Yeah, so, keep going. yeah. Wow. And so that can be perceived, you know, by some as kind of negative, right? Whereas right. Yep. Jupiter is like the greater benefic in the in astrology. It's the most expansive planet. It brings benefits. It's mm -hmm. joy and social, and that could be perceived very positive, right? But yeah. I think of everything as being on a spectrum. And I think of the chart as kind of a contained system of potentials and possibilities. And everybody is kind of using those in a little different way. So I think the person's consciousness plays a, a huge role in mm -hmm. whether they come off as very positive or very negative. Because I, I know there are people that, you know, they appear to be very negative. They go to the mm -hmm. negative right away. So yep, yep. I always try to help them to shift and say, again, like polarity, like look at the opposite of it. Like try to like try to do the yin and yang of everything. Cause I don't think anything is inherently always positive or, or negative, but there is this whole perception. Of right. That. It's, it's kind of how you bring it in. You bring your innate trait out and you can spin it positive or negative. Yeah, exactly. Right. Cause I mean, I'm a Capricorn, right. And so uh, it's ruled by Saturn and, you know, like, and I'm a Scorpio rising, so I'm not always the most like bubbly person, but, <laughs> <laughs> but my Mercury is in Sagittarius that's ruled by Jupiter. So I see the world through a sunny lens, but I am pretty work oriented and, hmm. you know, reserved. Um, Interesting. I, I'm a Sagittarius. So I always like to hear that, yeah. that, that 
that feels like it's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but you know, it's just so I think it's working with and trying to shift what isn't working for you because you always kind of know when you butt up against the outside world and that's a mirror to say, mm -hmm. okay, let's try to shift this a little bit. It's not flowing very well. Cool. Yeah. Wow. Angie, that's... Angie's back. Good. Yep. Angie's I, back. We, I guess we had a little bit of a brownout. I'm really happy to know oh. that um, you can hear me and everything, right? Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm really happy to know that you guys were able to continue, even though I, you know, that's one nice thing about StreamYard. Yep. Um, I can't say oh. enough about StreamYard. I really love it. Um, oh, good. What I was going to say, though, as you were talking, I, I, I'm thinking that you, you kind of got to that first question that Correct. I had. Yep. Um, is that, you know, there's a lot of things that influence people to be positive or negative. It can be environmental. Right. It can yes. be, it can be ancestral. It can be Akashic. It can be, you know, uh, there's a, any number of reasons, you know, if you live in a really negative home for whatever, with negative parents and, you know, people who are like, well, that kind of thing's not meant for us. And, you know, that's going to mm -hmm. put somebody, you know, yeah. towards a negative spin. So my real purpose for asking that question was, is it something you can spot in the chart? But mm -hmm. just because it's written in the chart doesn't mean it's written in stone. And it sounds like you got there. Like it's, it's choice, yeah. it's potential. It's so you potential. have the ability to change it. Mm -hmm. So in other words, because uh, I have heard from this person or that person, never would I throw anyone under the bus. And it's not really anybody that I can think of off the top of my head at the moment. But I have heard people say, oh, well, negative. That's just how I am. And right. I'm like, yeah, I think right. I think that's a little bit of a cop out right there. You know, right. like, yeah, right. I think, you know, so so I'm and glad to know because, you know, as an energy worker and the way that I work with people. I'm always looking at beliefs. I'm looking at environmental. I'm looking mm. at ancestral. I'm looking at Akashic. So to have the input of the chart as well, to understand mm. how to help a person work within their own energy is like, hmm. I yeah. mean, yeah, it's one more really good Surprise, tool. Right? Yeah. So mm. uh, a tiny little shameless plug, Lisa and I do work together. We've put together a program of Akashic and Astrologic. So the astrology and the Akasha. Um, you know, to help people sort of, and what's always been interesting to me is how they jive, like yeah. how, you know, you, you, Lisa sees these aspects of a person and I see these sort of complementary aspects of a person and it, it can really, you know, give a broad, a broad field of information from pe for people to work from. Yeah. So, I, you know, I agree because, um, Anyway, you know, astrology pairs with everything. It's the original symbol. It's the original language of the cosmos, you know, so hmm. and it provides timing, which is always, you know, the part about with the tarot sometimes or, you know, that, a, you know, it's like a, hard to know the timing and then the planets when their collective positions in your individual chart provide more of the timing. So I think huh. it's a beautiful pairing. That is really interesting because that's one thing we always say as tarot readers. Well, we really can't tell you the time, but things yeah. are looking good in the next, oh, three to nine years, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly, exa exactly, right. <laughs> well, I, and and I'll be honest, um, you know, as a reader, not as an Akashic reader, but as a card reader, I don't like to go very much into the future because that, you know, that's coming through my filter. That's coming through my perception, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. the, that's one thing about astrology is it's written in the charts, right? It yeah. Lisa interprets it, 
but the information is what it is. Mm -hmm. It would right. be interpreted the same most, yeah. you know, for the most part yeah. by whatever astrologer or whatever person with some knowledge of astrology. Yeah. Has. That's, that's really interesting. But when you're reading cards and I'm telling you, because I've been paying attention now as research for this show to the way that people read, to the things that card readers put out there, to the things who people who channel put out there, the, everything they do is influenced by whether they lean more towards the negative or whether they lean more hmm. towards the positive. Mm -hmm. And and it's really apparent, John. You, I think you'll find it fascinating. Yeah. When we, you know, have the convo to set up for that conversation. Yep, for sure. Um, so taking being able to take someone's birth chart the information that Lisa gives and uh, combine that with the information that I have that's a bit more esoteric and is really guided by my filter, which P.S. I'm very proud of because I work in the state of neutral consciously. Mm -hmm. um, I think it, it's like one of the most helpful ways to help a person be human, which is why we are here. Mm -hmm. yeah. We are Absolutely. here to be human. We are here to have a human experience, mm -hmm. whatever that looks like. And a lot of it is what we make it. Now, a lot of it's not, but we do have choice. We do have free will. But there are a lot of socioeconomic and environmental and a lot of, mm -hmm. you know, influences that are beyond our control. But what we can control is how we react, right? Right. Mm -hmm. yep. Like, oh, well, yeah. I don't like that. Well, let's move. So anyway, my right. two cents. <laughs> I, I just... this. Uh, there's so much to help so many people here. Like there's yeah. so much meat here. Anyway. Mm -hmm. Okay. So John, do you want to just keep asking the questions? Sure. Yeah. You, yep. you... <clears throat> We've already kind of talked about this, um, but I'll, I'll just read it anyway. Uh, are the aspects of a person's chart written in stone or can, can they bring awareness or aspects of themselves? Um, if they, if, if they can't change the deep underlying cause, can they be mindful of it? And I think Lisa, mm -hmm. you already said, yes, of course you can spin it either way, but um yeah, so it's, you know, my, the probably the most important thing that I learned um, when I learned astrology is that the t my teacher always said it's a two-way street. Hmm. So the planetary astrological energies, they do describe us, they influence us, but, and some things do appear to be more set in stone, I will say. Okay. But for the most part, I think we are in charge. And if we're conscious about wanting to work with the energies then we can make really significant shifts and mm -hmm. growth, spiritual growth, which is part of what, you know, what I'm most right. fascinated in. So, um, you know, it's so understanding then, you know, your chart, but then also how are the collective energies impacting my chart right now? So mm -hmm. the, the planets all move at different speeds and they like the moon goes through the chart once a month. Pluto, my favorite. <laughs> uh, <laughs> maybe it's so, a planet, but it's my favorite. It takes 248 years, right? So knowing where that is, let's dig into that. Yeah. So before you, so if, so when you say the moon goes through the chart once a month, that's, mm -hmm. that's the cycles of the right. moon. That's, is that's that the right? lunar yeah. cycle. Yeah. That is the lunar cycle. So then, mm -hmm. oh, hmm. interesting. Yeah. There's more to that, but I don't have it nearby so it, yeah and it's great to work with the phases of the moon which I've we totally to do it mm -hmm. yep. intentionally you know we so cards and, and, and the thing it, about yeah. it is if you're working with the moon so here's another way that people can bring astrology into their lives 
there's a, there are websites you can find out, okay, which astrological sign and degree is the new moon in. And then let's plug that into my chart. And so I'm setting intentions for the month. So let's work with the energy to say, okay, where does this show up in my life? Let's set the intentions there because then I'm working with the energy. So I always kind of think about it as like you're paddling downstream and you're more in flow with your life mm-hmm. versus, you know, against this current, if you will. So, and so in getting back to where I like to look at where the slower moving planets are because they, to me, allow us these opportunities to make conscious shifts hmm. in areas of our life. And so wherever, for even Saturn, it's, it's a slower moving planet. So wherever Saturn is appearing in your chart right now, you're going through some restructure. Hmm. So let's figure out where that is and what's being impacted so that you can create the structure you want. And then you don't feel so much as like the planets are doing things to you. Right. You're using them as a guide and almost as a planning, a a planning tool. Yeah. Because my big bugaboo if I could change one thing is this Mercury retrograde, which drives me crazy because don't get Angie started on that either. <laughs> okay. Maybe it's a hot topic. I don't know, but no. I just think about, you know, when the plant, you know, right now we talked about it, all the planets are direct, right? So just go with it, you know, but when Mercury goes retrograde, it's not, you know, I think if we get into the mindset of, oh, communication is going to be goofy for three, you know, for however many days it is and uh, my computer's going to shut down. I can't sign a contract. It's like know how to work with a Mercury retrograde. That's mm-hmm. a time to go back and maybe review something, you know. Well, I mean, yeah. and the truth freaked out about it. The truth it, is that if Mercury retrograde had a serious impact on. And I believe that it does for people that believe that it does. That's it. Okay. That's yep. exactly See, it. That's, so Angie refuses to participate. <laughs> I, I do. I, I do actually too. do. I right? don't even know. I don't even pay attention. People say it's Mercury retrograde. And I, do, I consciously will have to wow. go let me consult my book because I don't huh. want to know. My teacher okay. said it's a trickster. It's if you do, you know, a research project in your life, probably just as many things go haywire when it's direct as when it's retrograde. Mm-hmm. But but some people, if they have it in their mindset, and I think they attract it and they create it, not not everybody probably, there are some people that, you know, I think are really affected by it because they may not know when it is. But I had a friend who would call me up. She didn't know what it was. So I'd have to tell her, I'm like, oh, yeah, and she's, you know, something was going on. <laughs> but for the most part, just learning to work with what, where, what are the energies? Where are they? What are they trying to teach us? How, what actions do I take? And then you're just more in flow with everything. It flows yeah. better. And then I don't think you're as disturbed by it, but. Hmm. Right. I mean, it, you know, it, that, it, because the truth is if nobody signed a contract on <laughs> Mercury retrograde, can you imagine? The like, housing nobody would be collapse. buying a house. Nobody <laughs> right. would be creating a new business. Right. right. Nobody would, I mean, a marriage, you know, getting married, that's a contract. Like, right. You know, so. I think what happens is that people give a lot of power to these things because uh, it's a because it's in the news. Dare I say mm-hmm. that it's a bit of escape, um, meaning or or scapegoat. as a scapegoat. Don't yep. use Mercury retrograde as a scapegoat for the state of your life, right? Like, right. can it cause things to go snafu? Sure, but you know, mm-hmm. so can being distracted. <laughs> or caffeine, right? perhaps. Or so can caffeine cause you to spill your soda water all over the place. Like, 
or a brownout cause your computer to go, which yes. note to self, uh, head on over to Amazon and purchase a battery backup. Um, I got one. Yeah, I should, <laughs> but I will now. Um, but so, yeah, so that, I mean, that's the way I feel about it. Now, on the other hand, because Lisa, you were talking about polarity, I'm also all about leveraging the energy of all planets being direct. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. So, so Absolutely. just because I won't participate yes. in one doesn't mean <laughs> right. I, I, you know, <laughs> I, I have to avoid the other. Right. Right. But, right. True. So I, I you know, if it, if it's going to benefit me, I'll, I'm all for it. <laughs> right. Like I don't think you have to take the good with, with the bad when it comes. No, you take to what that. resonates with you and leave the rest. And leave right. the rest. Good job, John. That right? was amazing. Right. You should start a, a show with that. With that <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Wow. Well, I can't believe it. It's already 328. Um, so it's time for shameless plug. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. Uh, anyway. All right. So, John, you go first today. Okay. My shameless plug is, um, as you know, my book is coming out soon. It's called The Woo Woo Book. And if you go to woowoobook.com, uh, you'll see we can download a free chapter. And I also want to tell you that I also have an oracle deck that goes with the book. So the themes in the book are all, um, there's a card for every theme in the book. So if you are into oracle cards, I would uh, encourage you to go to woobook.com and get a copy of the woo deck. So here it is. I'll be reading a card from that today at the end of the show. And that is my plug. There you go. Okay. So for me, and you know, once again, John and I on Sunday, <laughs> we're doing what we call an oracle seance. And what we've determined that this is, is a, a gentle way to bring information from loved ones that are on the other side. So it, it's, it's not quite as intense as a mediumship session. And perhaps the messages may not be as uh, emotional. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's a gentle way, yeah. uh, but we're really excited. We've tested it out and uh, I, yeah, we can't wait either. Thanks. This is going to be awesome. Um, I'll we've, be there. We've, I'm excited. we've tested it out and it's amazing. Um, it, it's really amazing. It, it's a, it's actually a little bit of a technique that I learned from, uh, from Radley Valentine and Heather Hildebrand. And I sort yep. of modified it to make it work for John and I, uh, and just as an aside, uh, we believe that John and I will be offering this in a party format, meaning mm -hmm. you find, you know, four to six friends or whatever. Um, and we will come in and we will do these readings for everybody in your group. And, and the, here is the thing about that. When you bring a group of people together that are all from the same tribe, so to speak, mm -hmm. that would give us power to give readings that would go even deeper, I think. Yep. A you really know, that, good vibe. although, although there is a lot of cohesiveness in the room anyway, even when people who don't know each other show up, um, if, if it's a, if it's a family or people that know each other, I think, I think that would be a very interesting dynamic yeah, and sure. uh, it'll be a lot of fun. So keep your eyes open for that. Also on Wednesday next week, Lisa and I are doing, and I put links for all of this in the, in the comments already. Oh, cool. So Lisa and I are doing astrology and Akasha, the relationship edition. So this is where, you know, and if you haven't been with us before for it, you will get a copy of your birth chart. You will get a copy of your Akashic 
archetype and your energy centers, um, not energy centers like chakras. So, you know, like your connection to vital force energy. Um, and we will also give you a astrological, what is it, aspects that sort of rule relationships. And I will be giving you blocks and restrictions within your Akashic record that we can clear and, and move past. So patterns that you can clear. This is not just about love relationships. This is mm -hmm. about any relationship. It could be your relationship to your family. It could be your relationship to friends. It could be your relationship to yourself, relationship to your work. Relationships are, you know, we, we tend to forget. You know, we kind of always want to put the love thing around that. So um, anyway, so that's that. Uh, next week, it's going to be a surprise topic. We'll let you know what that is. Mm -hmm. And then the week after, um, which is February 24th, correct? Yes. yes. February 24th, Valerie Wood, um, Archangel Michael, medium and channeler will be joining us. I'm nice. excited to have her too. Lisa, yeah. uh, Lisa and Val and I are friends. So, um, you know, that that's going to be a, a great deal of fun as well. So be sure to join us for the next two weeks so you can catch that. And I think, did I miss anything? Nope. I think that's it. I think that's I mean, all the stuff that's oh, coming up. Oh, don't my, forget. My, my, wait my, one second. Go ahead. So go ahead. So I won't. I know <clears> it's hard. but 222. Um, uh, tarot Geek online Zoom tarot party. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Oh, yes. <clears throat> 222. So February 22nd, online Zoom tarot party. That is, anybody can join for that. So yep. come on over. You can give a reading, get a reading, do both. Do like I do and try only to give readings, but I digress. <laughs> um, also pop over to YouTube and subscribe to the channel. Mm -hmm. If Please you do. wouldn't mind, we would love that very much. Uh, for, for the future, we will be funneling everything to the YouTube channel. So you'll be watching on YouTube, but we'll be sharing it into the, onto the Facebook page and into the group. So, so you still will be able to find it on Facebook, but you'll be watching it on YouTube. Right. Because we want to make sure that we get all those views onto YouTube, you know, because we want to be viral and everything. Um, <laughs> Influencers. YouTubers. Yes, we want to be influencers. Um, although I'm probably a bad influence, so I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Well, those are the most fun. Socks. <laughs> totally. Um, you know, and uh, let's face it, people love me. Come on now. That's why we're here. <laughs> I'm just here so I can hang out with Angie. Ah, uh, there you go. Thank you. You know, and I'm ever so grateful for that because I know I'm a bit of a bull in a china shop. But anyway, so I think that's it for the plug. Lisa, would you like to would you like to just tell people where they can find you? Oh, sure. Yeah. So uh I'm at Lisa at futureecho.org. I have a website, futureecho.org. Um, you can call me 847-917-5473. And I'll put a shameless plug if I can. I've started to um, do some Qigong new and full moon ceremonies with mm. my dear friend Emmett Sylvester and Qigong master of his life who changed my life. So um, that's going to be in Buffalo Grove. But if you're interested in getting some information, we're going to do that twice a month. So, okay, Qigong, so that's Qigong is Buffalo, amazing. That's uh, wait, wait, Buffalo Grove. That's Buffalo Grove, Illinois. Oh, Illinois. Yes. For those of you that aren't actually in Illinois. Yes. Um, but you know, you could take a ride. You could yeah. visit her. You could visit your mother. <laughs> something like that. Or your brother that lives across the street. You know, just thought I'd throw that out there. Anyway. All right. 
that's it for the shameless plug, right? Are we good? We're good. Yep. All right. So let's just move on. Uh, and by the way, okay. stay for the end because we will be drawing a card of the day. One more shameless plug. I'm drawing from Notes from the Universe on Abundance by Mike Dooley. And John is actually draw drawing from the Woo deck. So um, I'm very excited to see what that seems like. <laughs> I may actually let him draw a card for me when we're done. We'll see. Oh, wow. I mean, not online. Not on, not on the oh, show. Oh, oh, oh. Shh. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe we'll see. Maybe one day we'll do readings on the show, you know, like a half an hour of reading. Oh, talk about fun. what it's like to get readings, how to ask a good question, yeah. how not to say, please just tell that. me what the card wants me to know. <laughs> My favorite. Anyway. Okay. All right. Let me turn the ticker off though. All right. There we go. Okay. Oh, look at that. That's cool. Hey, that worked. <laughs> you know, it's new technology. All nice. right. What's what's the next question? Well, we have a couple more um, from your half of the questions. Um, so in astrology talks about houses. And mm -hmm. it's, we, so we let, need a let's, definition. Let, let's try to lump a little of all of that together since we're closing in. And John, I want to be yeah. able to get to at least some of yours. So a house, the sun, moon, and rising sign, you know, kind of, if you could just put in a little bit of a nutshell, sure. what that kind of means to people, that would be, you know, yes. like what would be the best thing to focus on? Or if, if all you know is you're a Libra, what do I want to look at? Okay. So the house, the moon, the sun, you know, whatever. Just yeah. Well, so I, the metaphor I use is that the chart is like an onion. So the, the onion has a core and the core of who you are is your sun sign. So that's like, mm. you know, your willpower, how you want to shine, how you run everything. That's the core. And most people know what their sun sign is, right? But then there are all these different layers on top of that core. And so the, the moon sign is equally as important. Um, whereas the sun typically represents the father, the moon will represent the mother or the nurturing parent. It rules your emotional patterns in nature, how you would nurture, support yourself, how you make yourself feel safe, how you nurture, support others. It's the lens through which you view your nurturing parents. So that's fun. So if you get hmm. six siblings together and say, tell me about mom, you know, everybody's seeing it through right? a different lens, right? Right. And then you have your rising sign, which is like the, your personality sign. It's like the mask you show to the world. So when people meet you, they might pick up on that energy more. And then they get hmm. to know you over time in other ways. Um, so those are the three main parts of the chart. And typically you have them in different signs, but sometimes you have the sun and moon in the same sign or the rising and the sun in the same sign. And so it's just different ways to really those are the three main signs. And if you do kind of a research project in your life, you find you probably resonate better with people that have one of those dominant as well, hmm. including like people you attract and love. And then there's the houses. So, so the astrological birth charts, like a wheel, 360 degrees. And based on the latitude, longitude of where you're born, um, you because you, you, you need that in order to really get the rising sign because that's the sign that was the that was rising at the in the eastern horizon at the moment of your birth mm. and that's also how you get the house divisions so there are 12 houses and the houses think of them 
as like these are the life areas. So um oh okay yeah so and there's a area there's a house so everything in your life is ruled by something in astrology right hmm. so the first house is the most personal house it's your physical body your personality traits all of that okay um, wait go ahead uh how do you see that on the chart how do you know where that is yeah so um, uh, they, so everything in astrology is like a mirror split flopped and reversed and everything goes counterclockwise. So you start at the first house and then there are these house cusps and the cusps are de decided by the, where you were born essentially. And so in, so in relation to the tilting of the earth on its axis. And so each of the houses even though it's 360 degrees along the wheel, each house can be different amount of degree and they're going to have an astrological. So it might not be 30 degrees, for example. Okay. So it doesn't follow say pie shapes around the wheel. Is well, I, I don't, I don't do um, equal house systems or so I do. There's more okay. than one system. Uh -oh. it's, it, I mean, I tell you what, when I say it's a rabbit hole, yeah. it's a right, right, right. <laughs> The, so, the only reason I'm saying that is because I don't want to take all the time for this question because yeah. I know there's more. Yeah. So, so that probably answers so, what you're. Yeah. Okay. It, yeah, it kind of does. So, so there's here's here. Now, wait, area. here's my idea. This okay. is my answer because this is how I, I handle, mo you know, like this is how I handle reading a book. Angie, would you like to read that book? No, you please read it and tell me about it. <laughs> so this is how you That's find out get the information so well. <laughs> about your houses is you have yourself an appointment with an astrologer Thank you. and they can yeah. tell you about it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. They can, they can describe everything and yeah. It's perfect. And it's yeah. helpful if you have a friend that's an astrologer, you know, like, <laughs> right. So anyway, what's part about, oh, Ooh, is that all your friends are, are psychics and readers and it's that's like, true. Right? right. That's yeah. true. <laughs> yeah. Although, although I, you know, I don't let too many people read for me but that's no no that's know. true but i i found it i found it so helpful to have <laughs> i get people message messaging me john i got a message for you you want to hear it I'm like okay bring it on oh like, see all right that's another conversation because okay. there is nobody that would that would message me with that nobody's got my permission to enter my energy nobody gets a message for me without me letting them get it if, ever all right so i ever. had a i had a dear friend offer me that and i said yes Tell me what you see. Got. That's different. That is right. different. I mean, a random and, it, and, it's, and it's, you know, <laughs> this is as far as I'm going to take it. I had somebody on Instagram message DM me and it was a somebody pretending to be another psychic and said, I sense you're troubled about something. And my response to her was, <laughs> you, you sense nothing about me because I gave you no permission to access my energy. Um, and then I cut it out with the snipping tool on my computer. And I and sent a screenshot. Funny. Yeah. I, I, well, I sent a screenshot of it to the real person. Oh. And then I reported this person okay. too. Do not try that on me, people, because it's not going to work. <laughs> I'm, I'm not easily scammed. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on to the next question. Shall we? Yes. I think you already answered this one, uh, which was besides someone's sun sign, what's the next most important part? And you said mm -hmm. the two things, the moon sign and the rising sign. So I think mm -hmm. we, we did that one. Um. Okay, I mean, so I like this next question, John. Okay. I hope we can get it in the lines okay. and patterns. Yeah. So <clears throat> when you look at someone's chart, what's 
what makes you go like, oh, 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 this is <laughs> right. Or what kinds of lines and patterns are you looking at? I mean, if it's like all mm -hmm. all crisscrossy, is that cool? Or mm -hmm. if all the lines are kind of on one side, is that interesting? Mm -hmm. What what's what interests you and what makes that a different reading or personality than than someone else? Yeah. So what I do before I look at the chart is I just physically draw the major aspect lines on mm -hmm. it, connecting the two planets or points together. Okay. So what, what comes out, you get like, to me, I call it your own individual mandala. It's not equal, you know, but it's got all these energy lines on it. And those are the aspects. So aspects are planetary conversations. It's, a, it's a line, that connects, a line yes. that connects two planets. Okay. Yes. So it's like, who was talking to who at the time of your birth and what kind of conversation oh. were they having? Oh, and that's cool. Or, or maybe they weren't having a conversation with anyone and that's important. Or maybe they're in a three-way with two other points and that's important. Hmm. And so I have, that's how the chart comes alive to me. Oh, oh thanks, oh. Angie. Yeah. I was just hoping, I was just going to offer that. Thank you. This is yeah. great. So that, that's actually my chart, the haunted spirograph. <laughs> so just just curiosity, mine yeah. looks completely different. Mine is like all lines on one side and very sparse on the other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so um, you mean in terms of planets or lines mm -hmm. or both? Um, I guess bo both, both more, yeah. more the planets, actually, now okay. that I'm looking at it. That's sparse. Mm hmm. Yeah. So because there are 12 houses and 10 planets, you're going to have some houses that are empty mm -hmm. and it doesn't mean they don't operate. And my take on it and what I have found with people is that those are areas you might have a more of a, a handle on when you have a concentration of energy. So if we look at, you know, all that stuff going on with the in the seventh house <laughs> where I've circled it, <laughs> it's a lot going on with other people and Angie. And so that's where she's going to be working out a lot of her stuff is in that arena. And that's hmm. the way I look at it. So, so Lisa, where is the seventh house? So the seventh house is, you see the, the symbol for the sun on the, uh, be the right side of the chart. So, so like uh, if it were a clock, yes. three o'clock or it would two. be two o'clock, three o'clock. Well, three o'clock. Yeah. Is yeah. Essentially right. But above it. Oh, well, okay. in, right in both of those houses, actually, you have a lot of energy. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. And so that's where the houses become important because the houses represent different areas of your life. And hmm. then when you have planets there, it's like, okay, we've got more energy in there. And then what happens is when you have all these lines connecting other points, when in the collective and the planets in their orbits, when they hit one of those points exactly, it kicks off the conversation. Mm. It's like it flips on a switch, it goes into that area of your life. And then when it hits the point, it's like, I'm not only talking to this planet because this planet's talking to this planet. Now I got both of them engaged. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, and cool. so you read it, you just have to, I, the way I look at it in astrology is like it's layers and you get, comfortable or more comfortable and always more comfortable, I guess, because, right. you know, well, just reading it all together. Right. Yeah. You know, exactly. It's just working the muscle and doing it. So right. I hope and that getting but, deeper and deeper and more detailed. Yeah. But the, the lines are the most important part to me, because if I look at a chart with and some people keep the lines in the middle of the wheel, that doesn't work for me. I have to draw it all out and then I can read it. 
and then I just. Well, I, I think it. we all have to like organize it in the way that works for us. Right. Right. I, I think it's really interesting. Um, just in thinking back, like kind of back to when you and I met, yeah. which was 2015 uh, ish. Um, and I remember because I was really trying to figure things out at that point in time, you know, like I, I, I mean, I've been a tax guy for a long time um, and it's kind of not working for me anymore. But <laughs> I, I, it wasn't only you, but I remember when you did my chart, one of the first things you said was you could be one of us. And I was like, yeah, OK, whatever. And then uh, Philip Clark, numerologist, said it'd be my honor to work with you because you could totally be one of us. And I was wow. like, yeah, okay, whatever. And then Valerie, Valerie Wood, who will be on in, in a couple of weeks, she's walking down the stairs and she said, I'm hearing that you can tell me things. And I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. You know, and so it, I just, because it was written in stone in the astrological chart, so to speak, mm-hmm. it was easier for me to believe it from you at the moment. Hmm. But even, even at that, I was like, uh, really? Like, and then, you know, look now, right? So, mm-hmm. um, so, mm-hmm. so it's, it's, you know, I suppose if, if I were looking to speak to somebody who was just starting out in this, ast- astrology, numerology would be two of the very most, the, be- the very most important things I think they should do to figure out who they are and what they are and maybe what their life purpose is hmm. to, to work with other um, you know, readers or psychics is amazing and it's something you should do, but you have to work with people that you can understand and relate to their filter. So where mm-hmm. uh, astrology and numerology are less influenced, and I said this already today, by the filter of the person doing the reading. So I really love that. Like if anybody takes anything away from this, um, it, my hope would be I think your life can get a little easier if you understand what's in your chart, because, uh, you know, I I mean, I was really hard on myself for a very long time about being the cut them loose person. Right. Because that's me. Hmm. You don't like it. Bye. Like, I'm I'm good. (laughs) Father, brother, family, Uh all of I don't. And and my regret is that I don't have any regrets. Okay, like that's legit. I do not cry over it. I am not sad over it. It just is what it is. And then when Lisa explained to me, well, it's right there in your chart. I could see why you would be that way. (laughs) And then it was like permission to be be myself, to be my authentic self. With John, Mm -hmm. you've been present in many of my readings lately Mm -hmm. that that it's all over the place. You need to be your authentic self, authentic self, authentic self. So it wasn't all this this long ago that, you know, I, I hooked up with Lisa again and she told me that and I was like, wow, hmm. you know, like. And because, that speaks to the age of Aquarius, right? That's oh, being sure. your authentic wow. yeah. How, Oh, that's See, interesting. That's really interesting. It's funny you mentioned 2015 because that was a that was the pivotal year for me also. Hmm. That's where everything kicked off for me. That's the beginning. Wow. I, in fact, that's in my book. It's very, very clear what happened and how and, and the whole journey from that point on. Well, I think the name of my book is I was a sponge for negative energy. <laughs> this is true. That's, that's actually a really told. good. That's I an know, awesome right? title. That, right? <laughs> like, it, and I was legit told, like, that is word for word what I was told. You are a sponge <clears throat> for negative energy. 
and wow. and and my journey is what I set out to do to what to do about it, right? Because right. I was like, right. she didn't tell me what to do. I was like, well, I don't like that. Like right. that that's doesn't work go. for me. That's gotta go. Like what can I right. do about it? And so that's right. where I set, I you know, Lisa. And then of course, naturally, somehow I got hooked up with crystals. I don't have a problem with crystals, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Well, maybe, but hey, can we ask one more quick question at the end? Yes, please. Let's. What, what I would we, like to know is, and I'll combine the two questions. Um, who are your favorite, like thought leaders, astrologers, authors that we that that you like? Because I mm -hmm. I like to read and I like to learn. So mm -hmm. what do you, who, yeah. Who do you so the book I always recommend for like a great beginning book to me is called Astrology for the Light Side of the Brain. Oh, I like the that. light side of the brain by Kim Rogers Gallagher, because she makes it funny and it's a really good basic book. And um, that's my personal favorite. But in terms of other people, um, Robert Hand, uh, Liz Green, okay. Bernadette Brady, um, and there's Jan Spiller. There's so many um, okay, of course. that are, are that are out there. Chris Brennan is a great thought leader, and and there's a lot. What I love about it now, I mean, there's so much on YouTube. There's so many podcasts. There's like you can just keep diving in, and I I figure out new things to to investigate through mm -hmm. that as well. So um, there's just so many they if you're when i started out there's a whole series by marion march and joan mcevers called okay. the only way to learn astrology or learn about tomorrow or learn you know it and so that's a good series of books um that's kind of the industry classic probably i would say so okay there's, there's a lot um out there and i just say you know just go see what resonates you know, with you of all well, stuff. Mm -hmm. I said that yes. without even thinking. Wow. Look at that. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'll tell you what, uh, Lisa, let's hook up, you know, after and get that list so we can, sure. we can post it on the page and, you know, oh, like, great idea. Uh, because I, I, I was trying to, um, I was trying to post a link. The links from Amazon are huge unless you run them through a link shortener. So, yep. um, okay. I couldn't even, it, it posted to YouTube. It didn't even post to Facebook. So we'll, we'll, we'll get a list uh, okay. together and then we'll post that in the comments. Yeah. Good idea. Um, and uh, you know, actually maybe John and I will do like a little short video about that. So, so that sure. you're able to watch that and hear that too. If we, you know, go and check them out or whatever. Anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. I can't believe it's already, I mean, it's already time. All right. Yeah, we got to do a two hour show from now on. <laughs> well, yeah, I know, right? Like, and right? and I would love, I would, I totally would. An hour, ninety minutes, two hours, I totally would. I, I don't know if everybody, you know, people, people don't have that kind of no, time. No, they don't I have guess. that kind of time. I wonder about spans. that. So, so Lisa, do you have anything in closing you'd like to say about astrology? Something you know, quick in a nutshell, or do you want to plug your website again, or? Um, um, you know, what, if, what yeah. if somebody wants to get their chart done by you, what, what would yeah. be the best way for them to get to you? Um, just probably email me at Lisa at future echo.org. Perfect. And, 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 and just, I, I guess I would say just, you know, just play with your chart, just learn. It's just such a great way to learn about yourself. And, mm -hmm. but, and if, you know, learn how to work with the lunar cycle, 
figure out, you know, there's easy ways to figure out how to connect things into your chart. So just reach out. I'm happy to help out with any of that. Excellent. And if you want a copy of your chart and you'd like to find oh, out yeah. some Akashic information as well, be sure to yes. check out Astrology and Akasha, the relationship edition. Nice. <laughs> I'm excited about that one. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, all right. So we are going to draw cards, cards for the week. Um, just whoever is ready. John, are you ready to draw yeah. already? Or? Yeah, I Excellent. Am. So we're going to have John. John's going to go first and then... We'll take it from there. Okay, so I'm drawing from the Wubu deck, and uh, the card I drew uh, says, "Learn my soul's divine path." So I'm gonna hold that up here. Um, part of my book deals with uh, trying to find your path, and um, so this is a reminder that you are going to want to really learn why you're here. And of course, there's many ways to do that, but the card I drew is just a reminder: learn your, learn your soul's divine path. Love it. Amazing. Lisa, you ready? I am. So I'm Excellent. drawing from the Schitt's Creek Tarot, the, <laughs> shitty, the shitty Creek Tarot. I um, love it. And I got the Ten of Pentacles, which I love because it's got the whole family there. And so it's a great card. Yeah, it's a great card. Um, and to me, what what's coming through is the one of the most insightful things you can do is learn about you and learn about your family patterns because when mm -hmm. you shift your family patterns everything in your life shifts so for me just looking at that card it's all about you know visiting your family did i throw that in enough in this episode <laughs> right exactly <clears throat> i think there's an ulterior message message there coming could, there in could on be, here. but that's all right by the way the tarot the tarot meaning of that card is abundance it's uh yeah. it's the ten of pentacles um pentacles is the money and physical things suit and the ten is is the completion and it's it's like the arrival of the um um uh yeah the arrival of everything you've been trying to manifest well wow. okay so uh, how auspicious Right? <laughs> I am drawing from Notes from the Universe on Abundance by Mike Dooley. Check Mike Dooley out. He's written a couple of really cool books and he's got a website. And uh, he, I like him a lot because cheeky. Hmm. So here's the card. Um, this Ooh. is to me collaboration at its finest, right? Like wow. everything is flowing in between. Mm -hmm. Collaboration. You, you can't, mm -hmm. you're not an island. You can't do it alone, right? The river requires two sides to hold it together. So cool. I love it. All right. So now this is this is the whole message. What good does it do knowing approximately where the treasure lies, yet never digging? Hmm. Having a bank account with millions in it, but never writing a check. Or discovering the fountain of youth, but never drinking a drop. You must live the truths you discover. You must break your old rules, defy logic, be the change, dig, write the check, and drink eternally one little step after another. There's no other way, the universe. So you know what's really interesting about this card? I literally, this morning, wrote myself a check for a million dollars. Literally was guided to write myself a check for a million dollars. And I thought to myself, well, I hope nobody finds this and tries to deposit it <laughs> at the moment. Um, but 
I mean, it's right there, right? It's like, believe the abundance is there and available for you. It is. Mm -hmm. Does that mean it's going to poof? No, there is no poof. I'm sorry, but there's no poof. But the more you believe it, the more it shows up. The more you believe. I mean, how many times do we say you can't make this stuff up? <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. You, you hear it all the time. You can't yep. make this stuff up. So I want you all to know, everybody that's listening, and and you probably caught in the beginning, I have family listening at the moment. This is meant for them, but it's meant for all of you. I love you. I am so happy to be able to do this. I am so happy for your support. I'm happy to have John and people like Lisa who will come and visit. And, um, you know, I see that there's absolutely opportunity for Lisa to come again. Because there's other things that we can we touch on and talk another, about. Yes. Um, so y'all believe in yourselves. Believe it, believe in yourselves. That's that's what I want you to know. Yep. Believe in yourselves. It's all there for you. Figure out what you want and then figure out how to go get it. Um, and don't don't ever, ever take no for an answer. So that's me, Angie, signing off. Let me sign off once more with this. Learning your soul's divine path. That's exactly what we talked about with astrology. That's where that divine path is written. So it felt like just the perfect card. They to all kind went of wrap together. This. Yeah, they, sure they did. all went. Yes, that's what I'm trying to say. They sure did. All three of these things really connected well at the end. And I wouldn't expect anything less from the universe. No, me either. Me either. Lisa, any final words? Oh, I'm just, thank you so much. I'll come back anytime. Oh, I, I, I think, I, I mean, I think that I, I can see big possibilities for this because there's a, there's a lot to go, you know, like mm -hmm. there's things that happen quarterly. There's things that happen monthly. There's, you know, like we, we can, we can totally uh, expand on this a little bit and really sure. maybe to try and take the, um, what is that, you know, like, what is that word? Take the whatever out of astrology, right? Like the, oh, the mystique. The mis yeah, mm -hmm. like the mystery, right? Mystery, the mystique yeah. out of it. Mm -hmm. Help people, you know, bring it into their real lives. Yeah. And help, you know, and and anyway. All right. Well, that's it for today's episode. Episode five is in the can. Yay. <laughs> From does it resonate with you? And remember, does it resonate with you? Take what does and leave it, leave the rest. We will see you next week. Thanks, everyone. We will have it posted you so you'll know what the topics are if you have any questions always feel free to drop them actually always feel free to drop them in the comments or send us an email at let's chat at does it resonate with you.com nice yes <laughs> although don't go to does it resonate with with you.com quite yet because it's not ready <laughs> but um anyway all right thank you all so much thank we you we'll see you next week or we'll see you sunday or wednesday or both or all of the um, above love you all thank you very much have a marvelous weekend <laughs>